Blessed, Samhain, and Happy Halloween, dear receivers. This is Heather Melton of the Lurking News. But tonight is not a night for the news. Light your jack-o'-lanterns, one for every door to your home, and gather round. Tonight is a night for stories. A night for reminding each other that we are not safe. That there are always things lurking in the darkness, waiting for one of us to slip, to walk too far from the firelight, to make the last mistake we will ever make. Listeners, Pour yourself a drink, spark one up, and join me for a classic tale of southern horror that us country folks call Taily Poe. Once, not so long ago, there was a mean old hunter who lived out in the woods with his dog. This mean old bastard lived in the woods because he couldn't stand to be around other people, and other people couldn't stand to be around him. The dog wouldn't have hung around either if it wasn't for the chain and the occasional bone. One evening, while out hunting for squirrels, the mean old man wandered into a part of the woods he normally avoided. It was strange there. He knew this place by a huge round clearing where he once sat and ate peanut butter crackers until a flock of 10,000 little black-eyed birds had landed in the trees around him without making a sound. The way every single bird had stared right at him and his dog, and none of them made a single sound. The old man didn't like it. He usually avoided this part of the woods, but he only had two squirrels in his vest pocket, and that wasn't very good stew for him at all, and none for the dog. So when he got to the strange clearing where he had seen the silent birds that one day, he kept right on walking around the clearing and not through it. On the other side of the clearing, things were strange. There were tall, pale pine trees that looked like they had been skinned but were still living. There were dark gray trees with toad skin and purple blooms on the twisted lumpy limbs. But there were still no squirrels. And before the old man knew it, the woods grew dark. The dog drew close and the old man lit his lantern and turned to head home. But there in the tangled blackness, of the trees, he saw a pair of shining eyes. The old man whipped his rifle off his back and put down his lantern in one motion. 
He fired as he shouldered the rifle and aimed at the pair of eyes in the dark. An eerie wail rang out through the dark woods, and something fell from the trees. The old man ran over and found a severed, bleeding tail. It was thick and hairy, and the old man tucked it into his vest, figuring it would go nicely with his meager squirrel stew. He cursed the dog for making him miss the shot. The dog ignored this cruel, idiotic deflection. The old man and his dog began the long walk back home through the dark woods, and all the way they could hear something following them. The dog kept his ears laid back and whimpered the whole way. The man kept his rifle in one hand and the lantern in the other as they walked through the dark. Whatever was following them followed them all the way home. Back at the cabin, the old man and the dog quickly got inside and locked the door. The old man lit another lamp and stoked the fire in the chimney. He skinned the squirrels and removed their organs, then peeled the skin and the hair from the strange tail and put it all in the stew pot. Something began scratching on the cabin from the outside. The old man snatched up his rifle and peered through a window at the dark woods outside. Then he heard a strange voice from out in the dark somewhere. Tailipo, Tailipo, I want my Tailipo. The dog whimpered and hunkered down underneath the table. The old man backed from the window and cocked the rifle. The strange voice spoke again. Tailipo, Tailipo, I want my Tailipo. The old man yelled at the strange voice outside his cabin. I don't have it. It's cooked up. I want my Tailipo. The strange voice replied, and something started scratching at the door to the cabin. It's gone, damn it! The tail is gone, said the old man. I want my Tailipo. Give me your Tailipo, said the strange voice. The dog whimpered again, and the old man eyeballed the dog's tail. The dog tucked his tail underneath him, but the old man stepped over the table and grabbed his knife. I want my daily poe, said the strange voice, and the scratching got louder. I'll get you a goddamn daily poe, said the old man and he squatted down over the dog with his knife. The dog jumped up and ran over to the window, and the old man followed behind. The dog crouched underneath the window, whimpering low, till hidden away underneath him. The old man drew closer with the knife. Then there was a loud crash as something flew through the window and hit the old man, in the chest like a cannonball. The old man killed over onto his back, and the thing landed right on him. It was like a gnarled gray cat, with one ear and a terrible grinning mouth full of teeth, like a man's teeth. Its shining eyes flashed in the firelight, and its grin widened into a hungry, drooling leer. The old man tried to swing the knife at the thing, but the thing swatted the knife away with one hand and snatched it from the grip of the old man with its other. 
It had tiny little hands like a child, but furry and clawed and strong. The creature pinned one of the old man's hands to the floor with an iron grip and slammed the knife through the hand, nailing the old man to the floor. Taily Po, Taily Po, I want my Taily Po, the creature said as it leered over the old man and drooled over his pained face. I ain't got no taily po, the old man said, and floundered at the creature with his one free hand. The creature caught the old man's hand in its toothy mouth and crunched down on it, biting off all four of the old man's fingers. The old man screamed as the creature munched on his fingers like fried okra. The creature grabbed hold of the old man's ankle and flipped the old man over with a savage jerk. The wrist attached to the hand that was nailed to the floor twisted and shattered as the old man was flipped over. The creature snatched the pants off the old man, but it didn't see a taily Angry, the creature flipped the old man back over, and the old man's hand came apart as it twisted around the blade that pinned it to the floor. The old man screamed again, howling in pain. Help me, you stupid mutt, he said to the dog. The dog ran over and grabbed the old man by one foot and held him down as best he could. The creature grabbed the old man's other foot and its shining eyes fixed on the thing flopping around between the old man's legs as he struggled. Taily Po! Taily Po! I want my Taily Po! The creature said, and left the rest for the dog. Happy Halloween, listeners.
blood, the iron bars of confinement. All flesh decays. Death turns all to ash. are white in the wild moonlight, and the trees have a silver glare. Past the chimneys high, see the vampires fly, and the harpies of upper air, that flutter and laugh and stare. For the village dead to the moon outspread, never shone in the sunset's gleam, but grew out of the deep that the dead years keep, where the rivers of madness stream down the gulfs to a pit of dream. A chill wind weaves through the rows of sheaves in the meadows that shimmer pale and comes to twine where the headstones shine and the ghouls of the churchyard wail for harvests that fly and fail. Not a breath of the strange gray gods of change that tore from the past its own can quicken this hour when a spectral power spreads sleep o'er the cosmic throne and looses the vast unknown. So here again stretch the veil and plain the moon's long-forgotten saw, and the dead leap gay in the pallid ray sprung out of the tomb's black maw to shake all the world with awe, and all that the morn shall greet forlorn the ugliness and the pest of rows where thick rise the stones and brick shall some day be with the rest and brood with the shades unblessed then wild in the dark let the lemurs bark and the leprous spires ascend for new and old alike in the fold of horror and death are penned for the hounds of time to rend. Hey.
Heather Melton of the Lurking News here to report that there are monsters out there on this Halloween night. Listeners, we are getting reports that strange creatures are preying on people who are out and about tonight. So, be ready, y'all. Costumes on. Jack-o'-lanterns lit. Hearts ablaze. Or else. The house stands at a crossroad, sunken, emaciated, and lonely, an unloved specimen, tortured, crying out, beyond the cage. The house is a rotting sepulchre, a crumbling headstone, for the hideousness buried beneath. in there. Sweet Lucifer, you're still smoking out here? Yeah, well, Fox doesn't want us smoking in the Lincoln. Want one? Yeah, thanks. And no, it was Jack like Baghdad in there. They had papers and beer and Slim Jims, though. Is that beer? Yeah, it is. Where's Wrecker? Still sleeping in the Lincoln. Fuckers like a cat. Yeah, either asleep or looking for something to kill. Speaking of which, did you get in touch with the boss? Yeah. No booth here, but the phone in the Lincoln is working again. And? We're off. Just a pickup and a payoff. Boss says they're valued clientele. Holy shit, Sexton, we're gonna fucking party. Are we? Yeah, we are. It's Halloween, and I've got a bag of assorted dope that would make Hunter S. Thompson proud. And we don't have to kill anybody tonight. Yeah, well... Just because we don't have to. You know damn well if the boss says hands off, it's hands off. I I was just fucking around, Ezzy. You know that, right? I'm sure you were. Let's get out of here. How'd the fare at the village purveyor? Fine. What you reading, Fox? Oh, a bit of Lord Byron. Did Sexton tell you the word from the boss? He did. And we are going to ski to the fucking moon tonight, old man. You might die. As good a night as any, my dear. Wrecker, wake up. Wake up, you big bastard. What? What? We're off tonight. Just a pickup and a payoff. Boss says to treat them with the utmost respect. Oh, damn, alright. Happy Halloween, Wrecker. Breakfast of Champions. Jesus of Arimathea, Izzy. I've asked you about having that stuff out in the Continental. Foxy, don't start with that shit. It's Samhain. Halloween. And if I have to tell you again not to speak aloud the names of filthy slaver gods in my presence, I'll fucking stab you again. Indeed. Blessed Samhain, Ezra. (sighs) That's what I like to hear. Blessed Salvin, hail the horned god! Alright. Turn up the stereo, Fox. Let me have one of those beers, Ezzy. Here you go. Wait, are these rat turds on top of this can? Hmm, yeah, looks like it. You're going to drink that. I wiped it off. Guess you did. The boss says the locals say this place is haunted. It is. I've been there before. Another job. Boss has owned it for a while now. Uses it for lots of shit. Yeah? What happened? Did you see a ghost? I'm not fucking with any ghosts, man. We didn't see anything. But we heard the scratching underneath the place. Well, I heard it. Can't remember if the other guy did or not. Who was this other guy? Anybody we know? Nah. He didn't leave the property that night. 
Dead men tell no tales. Indeed, sir. That was the first one I ever buried myself, matter of fact, and obviously, I loved it. Ah, but sweet Sexton, Samhain night is a night during which the dead do tell tales. Well, if that motherfucker shows up and has anything to say to me tonight, I've got my response right here. I'll see your 44 Magnum and raise you to Colt 1911s. Knock it off, fuckers. Now I just want to kill somebody. Relax, Wrecker. Have a beer. I'm not drinking rat shit beer. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I've got whiskey in the trunk. I've got a lot more than whiskey in the trunk. Step on it, Silver Fox. I'm ready to cut loose. I don't like it, and I don't have to like it. I can dig that. You're sitting there looking completely okay with the idea of wearing yard sale clothes without washing them first? I don't think you really can dig it. Have you ever seen me look not okay? That's unfair. Ah, here comes our agent on the ground now. I bet that green sweater is for you. Oh, fuck you. The fuck are you nerds talking about? Katana doesn't want to wear used clothes. It's not about that. I'm not a Madonna. <laughs> prima Donna. I'm not a prima Donna. I just... Ugh. Somebody's been farting in these pants. Katana, you know I love you. But nobody cares. Put the damn clothes on. This hocus pocus better work. It always works, you know that. Are we in prison? No, and I very much enjoy not being in prison. At least at Goodwill they wash the clothes. Ugh. We're fucking miles from a Goodwill. Ugh. When we get back to the city, I am going to fucking Saks, bitch. And I am getting a pair of pants that cost more than this whole little town. And only I am going to fart and them. <laughs> hey, are you still driving, Turner? Yeah, I figured let Claudia get some more sleep. She did good last night, right? Yeah, incredible. The van's never moved like that. She kept her cool, too. <laughs> Better driver than slick. I hate even saying it, but you're right. God rest, rest your soul, soul slick. slick. Gods rest your soul, Slick. You awake back there, Key? The Keymaster is omnipresent. Rad. Why are we still here? Good point. Let's go. What's that, Fern? It's a Ouija board. I figured Halloween night is the perfect time for a seance. Oh, hell yes, girl! Although, I didn't even check to make sure there's anything in the box. Ah, gross. Oh, yeah. Those are rat turds. For sure. Oh, nasty. Ah. I guess yard sale Ouija boards are a roll of the dice. I ain't touching no goddamn Ouija board. Rat shit or no. Aw, come on, Key. Negative. The Key Master is a man of science, and also not interested in touching some stranger's scuzzy old board game with rat shit on it. It's really dry. Like... I could just knock this off and you'd never even know. Too late. Too late for what? What's happening? She lives! I do. It's true. Good morning, Claudia. Gnarly driving last night, Claudia. Thanks, Katana. Sleep well? Sure. Had a nightmare. But I can't remember what it was, so who cares? Speaking of nightmares, we have received a fax from Big Dread. It's just a telephone number. Is the phone working? The Keymaster's gear always works. Is that true? What about Cleveland? Fuck Fucking Cleveland. Cleveland. Fucking Cleveland. What happened in Cleveland? We will speak no more of that accursed place. Fair enough. Are you okay to take over, Claudia? Sure. 
Do you trust Big Dread Fern? I trust his word. The man's reputation is impeccable. Does that mean you think he won't try to have us killed tonight? Not necessarily. Good. I bought grenades. <laughs> You're a psycho. Oh, you love it. Everybody ready? Yep, all set. Is this thing ready? Yeah, just dial. Hello? Hello, sir. This is Turner. Ah, good to hear from you. Isn't technology wonderful? Yes, sir, it is. I've arranged for the team to come and pick up the item and deliver you your cash, Mr. Turner. I've included a rather generous bonus, as you have proven most reliable to me. Well, on behalf of my crew and I, I would like to say thank you very much for that. You are most welcome. The address is 1133 Antioch Road. Pebble City, Georgia. Did you hear me, Mr. Turner? No, I'm sorry. There was some interference. Like scratching. I said the address is 1133 Antioch Road, Pebble City, Georgia. It's a boil-on property. It sits out of the way, in the middle of nowhere, and has certain local legends built up around it. People stay away. Understood. That looks like about two hours from where we are now. Then my crew will be waiting. Until next time. Next time, sir. What the fuck is wrong with you? What did he say? He gave me the address. What, man? Where is it? What's that look on your face? Hey, what's up, Turner? We're going to the house. Oh, gods. What? The house? The house. Ah, shit. What's the house? Guys, catch me up. The house where Big Dread stacks bodies in the ground. Where Turner's brother is buried. You think he knows, Turner? I... I don't know. Fuck! Don't get too worried yet. I don't want to get shot again, man. Me either. So we go full bore, right? No coincidences. We go full bore. Great. Outlaws aplenty crook their way to the house from the north and from the east. And oh, on this night, this Halloween, Okay, yeah, this place is definitely haunted. Fucking awesome place to spend Halloween night. Ooh, fuck yeah. Not scared of ghosts anymore, Wrecker? Man, I'm so fucking high. I just want to get out of this car. Foxy, you and Wrecker take a walk around. Find a spot for Foxy to keep an eye on us. We'll meet them on the porch. Then, if things feel good, we'll go inside. When we go inside... Get closer to the house, but still out of sight until we signal Foxy. Gotcha. I shall retrieve my rifle from yon handsome conveyance. And a poncho. It looks like rain, unfortunately. Let's rock. This place is worse than I remember. There are even more ghosts here now. Well, that's not comforting, I guess. What is... I can think of a few things. It's got a smell to it. Yeah, like a hospital. Have you looked around inside much? Just a front room and a hallway that runs through to a back door. Big place. Yeah. Where are the bones? Backyard. Boneyard. (laughs) (laughs) Who was he? That first chump you buried. I don't know. Some kid. Maybe 20 years old. I think the boss said he was talking to the cops or something. I can't remember. I shot him in the front room because he started to look antsy. I think he knew what was up. 
Had to drag him down the hallway and out the back. Stupid. I never told the boss that, but I don't think he ever comes down here. I don't think Big Dread ever leaves the city. So I've heard. Here comes Wrecker. I'm gonna go grab my dope bag. Bring the whiskey, too, and the money case. On it. She going to get the party bag? Yeah. Foxy find a good spot? You know it. Perfect view. It's definitely going to rain on his old ass any minute. Looks shitty. I thought we weren't supposed to kill him. It's just until we see what's what. Cool. This place is creepy as hell, man. Gonna be dark soon, too. I'm gonna need liquor to party here. Ask, and ye shall receive. She returns! She hath, indeed, returned. Fellas, I'm about to twist up a few massive joints. Crack open that whiskey, Sexton. Open. Here's to the dead. May the fires of hell warm their bones in a pile! (laughs) To the dead? Oh, shit. There's a car. A van. Ask them. Hello there. We're here about the book sale. Well, isn't that a coincidence? So are we. There are no coincidences. Indeed. I'm Ezzy. This is Sexton. Hey. And Wrecker? Hey. I'm Turner. This is Fern. Hello. Katana. Hello. And Keymaster. Pleased to meet you. Who's in the van? That would be our driver, Claudia. Ah, well, here's your money. You have the item? We do. Right here. And since the boss said very clearly to not look inside this case, I will trust that you aren't making a fool of yourself. Never willingly. Good. Well then, shall we party? Are you guys square? Definitely not square, but I think we're planning on hitting the road. Finding a motel? That's the plan. It's Halloween night. And we've got a whole lot of party favors if you guys change your mind. Thanks, but we're going to get moving. Pleasure doing business with you. All's well? All is well. Let's get out of here. Feels anticlimactic, to be honest with you. Oof, that woman with the arms. Fucking incredible. We should party with her. Claudia, let's roll. It won't crank. I'm getting nothing. What? We just serviced this thing before we left the city. Well, that's almost a thousand miles ago. Fuck me. I'll check it. No worries. I'm coming with you. What the fuck? What, um, what happened to the wiring? It's all in pieces like shredded cheese. Was it the heat? What does that? It's not that fucking hot down here, and heat wouldn't do that. There's fucking bits of copper all over the place. The whole wire has been, like, chewed or something. Turner, this fucking sucks. Noted. What's going on with the van? It's well fucked. We're stuck here. This is not optimal. I realize that, Fern. This is a sign from the gods, Fern. They want me to party with that Amazon woman. What are we doing, Turner? Hmm. Looks like we're having that seance here, girl. That is somewhat appealing, but... Turner, what do you think? I think between the storm coming in and the van, we're here for now. Everybody is still armed? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you fucking know it. Well then, let's party. The 
streets are blowy, the crimes of the night are high. But on this Halloween, this convergence of fiends will find that death is nigh. Are there any spirits in this house? Speak to us. Speak, spirits. Speak through me. Come forth through me. Rise, spirits. Rise. Tell us, what is this place? Why does it feel so sad? L. A. B. O. R. A T O R Y Ah shit. A lab way out here in this house? S E C R E T Great. Happy Halloween and blessed Samhain, fuckers. Man. A couple of beautiful witchy babes with a Ouija board on Halloween night. Good weed, good blow, and passable whiskey. That's a party. It's something, all right. Can I smoke more of your Maui Wowie? Knock yourself out, girl. Whatever you want in that bag. Watch out for the Thorazine, though. Just weed for me, thanks. Oh, I'll take one of those Thorazines for the road. Three bottles of Jack in under two hours. Not too fucking bad, Ezzy. Says the one who drinks the most but didn't contribute shit. I have two handles of rum in the... Fuck. Fuck. What's up, guys? Yeah, what's up, guys? We had a guy waiting outside on sniper duty. Got so fucking high I forgot to call him in. Oh, Foxy must have fallen asleep in the grass. (laughs) In this storm? Sexton, you and Rucker go look around. You motherfuckers have somebody out there. We don't have anybody out there. You do, though. Sexton, Wrecker, go. Maybe your friend came inside when it started storming. Like, slipped in the back so no one would notice. I don't have any friends. But maybe he did. Well, this isn't fun anymore. No, it isn't, is it? Look, Ezzy, we didn't have anybody else with us. And you were here first. We didn't do anything to your guy. I don't think you did. Good. Do you think there's any way you could have been followed here? No. The boss only sends one crew at a time out here. And as far as I know, we're currently the only crew that even knows where this place is. That doesn't mean you weren't followed, honey. Doesn't mean you weren't followed either, honey. With all due respect, we weren't followed. It's part of my job to make sure we don't get followed. You can do that with computers and wiretaps? I can do anything with computers and wiretaps. He's not out there. Not where I left him, anyway. I see you found time to stop by the Continental for my two handles of rum. We were looking for Silver Fox. And the booze. Should we take a look around for him inside, then? It's a big place. I suppose we should. I've got a real bad feeling about this. Me too. There's all kind of death out here. Foxy is dead. We're going to die here. Take a chill pill, Ezzy. No. As a matter of fact, pass the marching powder. (sighs) Anyone? No thanks. No thanks. No. No. Yes, girl. Absolutely. Yes, ma'am. Well, there's plenty of us to split up. You guys take this floor, we'll take upstairs. What do you think? Sure. Let's go. Scream if you find anything.
dread search, while the dead perch, clawing at the veil as yet undivided. You think they're up to something, Turner? I honestly can't tell. I don't think so, unless they're fucking brilliant actors or something. I don't like any of this. This place is bad. We shouldn't be here tonight. Let's just kill these assholes and get out of here. Take their car. It's nice. I can hotwire that baby in seconds. We'd be long gone. If they even remember to lock it, we can shoot a window out. It will be a wet ride in this storm, but... Who doesn't like a good wet ride? They're so fucking right, Turner. Let's roll. Now, man, while they're upstairs. Yeah, let's go. Fuck this. Says he? No, there's something else here. Death. Yo, Foxy, you in here, man? Yo, Foxy! Check that end of the hall wrecker. Sexton, come with me. Well, what'd you know? A bedroom. Foxy, you in here? Silver Fox. What are you doing? I'm fucking high and a little scared, and I wanna fuck. I think we're going to die tonight. And this is your reaction? You have a better idea? I suppose not. by myself walking around this fucking dark-ass place. Yo, Foxy! Man, if you are dead, I'm gonna kick your old ass! Fuck! Yo, Foxy, is that you? in a good way. Ow! Ah! Fuck! What? I'm out. I'm not doing anything. Ah! Holy fuck, I feel like... Ah! Something's inside me! Ah! Holy fuck!
was that? Did you hear that? No, what did it sound like? Like a magnum, six shots. The one they call Sexton was carrying a 44 magnum under his jacket. Noted. Claudia, what's happening? You got it? Sorry, it's dead. And I'm glad, because it's rigged to blow and I would have killed us all anyway. God damn, these fucks are hardcore! Damn it! I guarantee it's fucked under the hood, just like the van! Fern, take Claudia and get in the van. Lock it up. Keymaster, you and Katana and I are going back in the house. Sure? Why? Yeah! What? Why? Because the money is inside! Because the money is inside. You dick! Claudia! Let's go! See you soon! See you soon. See you soon, babe. Fuck! I heard gunfire in here a minute ago, kid. Something's up. At least I finally get to use the Uzi, I guess. Maybe. Wait, who's that? Maybe they're missing friend? Hey, buddy. Holy fuck! He doesn't have a face! He's all fucked up! I'm shooting it! Fuck this! We must have shot him ten times! Inside, now! Shit! Well, hello, safe crackers. Hello? Why are you holding our money? And why are you half-dressed? There's at least two rooms full of rats that won't die upstairs, and they're real fucking hungry, and they'll be down here real fucking soon. They are dead, man. Did you see them? I fucking saw them. They came out of Ezzy. From inside her. It's a fucking million of them, and they'll be here any fucking second. I saw them come out of the shadows, man. Gentlemen, give us our fucking money. Ha! <laughs> no. Fuck you. Excuse me? Do you want to die right here? I don't give a shit, man. <laughs> I've buried too many fucking bodies in this house to worry about you goddamn glorified cat burglars. Do you hear that, man? Shut the fuck up, Wrecker. Man, I hear something up under the- ah! Ah! Oh, shit! Hey! He's heading for the back door, Katana. Let's go! Ah! Fuck you, assholes! Ah! Fuck! Turner! Ah! Just get him! Go! See ya, assholes. Who the fuck is that? David? Very you dumb fucking kid. Grab the fucking case, Katana, now while it's busy. Got it! What the fuck is that thing, Turner? How the hell should I know? Used to be my brother, though. Sweet, sunny fucking Chiba. There are 50 of them out there. They're coming this way. Happy Halloween. We should have carved jack-o'-lanterns. Fuck. Give me your grenades and fucking go. Take the money, obviously. What? Are you fucking mental? (laughs) Fuck no. (laughs) Help me up. Let's get the fuck out of here. Goodbye, David. Thank you. One down. Next, I'm going to get that son of a bitch Big Dread. Only a matter of time. Okay, he's coming this way now. All right, let's go. Oh, shit, the rats! Fuck! There's too many of them. I'm almost out. Me too. Let's get in that room. Shut the door. Oh, fuck. What now? Window? Living dead everywhere. Grenades? Oh. Eat my ordinance, you moldy fucks. Oh, hell yeah. Fuck on it. Oh, fuck, I'm out. Same. We'll have to kill them with our hands. It's been rad working with you, Katana. (laughs) My real name's Todd. What are you fucking nerds doing with my money? Turner, are you okay? I fucking love you, Fern. Yeah, I'm alright, Claudia. This leg is just fucked with a magnum slug. Help me up, Katana. Let's get the fuck out of here. Do you guys hear that? Claudia! Claudia! My God. The window! Fern, the window! Help me with Turner! (laughs) Fern, let's go!
go! Keep us covered, girl! There are fucking rats and zombies everywhere! I noticed! I got it! Keep moving! Oh no. Oh gods, no. What, Fern? It's coming this way. What? I can't see from down here. The Mack truck made out of dead rats, Turner! Oh, right. The van is nearly indestructible. Bulletproof. We'll probably be fine. Here it comes. So fast. up. Uh, what? Oh, you beautiful rogue, you. I thought you were dead. Turner. Turner. Turner, wake the fuck up. Fern, I think he's... <clears throat> I'm up, fuckers. What's happening? Oh, thank God. <sighs> <sighs> the sun is up. Let's get out of here. Holy fuck. What are those? Cages. Lab cages. Fucking everywhere. <sighs> let's go. I'll help you walk, old Pegleg. Yeah, let's go. <sighs> At least we won't have to walk poor. <gasps> you grab the money? You beautiful, beautiful thief. Let's hit the road, gentlemen. <sighs> what do you call the day after Halloween? Worst day ever? <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, fuck Halloween!
the moon is high, and there are things in the night that have come from the other side. We have heard conflicting reports, but here at Lurking Studios, they just seem to want one thing, to dance. So I put on pornography by The Cure and handed out knives, and now it's a party. Good night, listeners. This is Heather Melton of The Lurking News. Blessed Samhain and Happy Halloween to you and yours. The Lurking Transmission is created, produced, directed, and engineered by Evan Dean Shelton. The first tale, Taily Poe, is an old school southern ghost story that my dad always told us on Halloween night and camping trips when we were kids. This was my spin on it. It normally does not have the dick stuff going on. It was performed by Heather Melton, obviously. The first song was Escalera de la Muerte by Escalde Morquette. Thank you, sir. The second tale was Halloween in a Suburb, written by H.P. Lovecraft and performed by Evan Dean Shelton. The second song was Summoning Apparitions of Unrest by Total Occult Mechanical Blasphemy. The third tale, Rats Out, Halloween 1988, was written by Evan Dean Shelton and performed by, in order of appearance, Rissa M. as Ezzy, Kat Neely as Sexton, Dave Geister as Silver Fox, Edwin Callahan as Wrecker, J.M. Torres as Katana, Evan Dean Shelton as Turner, Francine Padilla as Fern, Derek Carey as the Keymaster, Angela Vickery as Claudia, and Michael Clark as Big Dread. Original score by Brian Sangmeister. I'm proud of this one, y'all, and I hope you enjoyed it. Huge thanks to Brian Sangmeister for his work on this, because I am a complete madman 40 days ago. This was not even a script, and Brian pulled through as always. Dude is the Claudio Simonetti of The Lurking Transmission. Thank you, Brian. And thank you to my amazing cast who brought this thing to life with just as little heads up as Brian and turned it into a living, breathing thing that I love and want to listen to over and over. Thank you, all of you. The voice of The Lurking News is Heather Melton. Everything you hear within the space of The Lurking Transmission is protected by copyright law, but we here at The Lurking Transmission are outlaws and black magicians. Therefore, we don't rely on the law. If you fuck with us, we will fuck with you. While we have your attention, dear receiver, we ask that you do us a favor, and if you enjoy the transmission, like us on Facebook, eh, whatever, fuck Facebook. Follow us on Instagram, subscribe on YouTube, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, Spotify. Help us spread the word. Twitter, that's where I'm at. Until next time, dear receiver, remember, on Halloween night, the veil is thin. Don't go fucking around with things you are not prepared for.